Hello. Where am I? Are we back at the podcast? Hello and welcome to the next episode of the Happy Maybe podcast. We're Nikita and Vasily. You will occasionally hear roosters in, in the background. And potentially some of the roosters in the background that you may or may not hear are talking about what it means to be happy. All kinds of ways to achieve it, or at least avoid ways to uh, disrupt the existing happiness. Good. And uh, what we'll talk about today, you will see in the moment. What I would like to ask you, Vasily, is what's your main social media? Like, do you associate yourself most with a particular social media platform? You know, I'm one of those people who prefers not to openly admit any association with uh, any social media, I mean, unless asked. So basically, I'm saying that whatever I name, I don't consider myself an aficionado or heavy user. User, although maybe in reality I am. Okay, X, previously Twitter, I use it a lot, uh, but not mostly for consumption, not for socializing. It's a bit difficult network to socialize on um, because if you don't have a lot of cloud, you basically go unnoticed. Instagram, I try to use it sparingly, but end up using profusely. And Facebook, but because there's some professional groups on Facebook that are like irreplaceable, it's kind of like Reddit, but I feel more comfortable on Facebook sometimes. Yeah, so basically these three are the main ones. What's interesting is that you're trying to answer the question about social media in terms of the social aspect of the media, and I am actually more interested in, you know, what is your doom scrolling typically? Where does it typically go? Um, And before you answer, for me, I think in the last year, it's been mostly going to Facebook. And the Facebook uh, feed for me is completely pointless and irrelevant to anything that interests me. And I have been I'm watching it. And it's very funny to find myself watching it for like 30 minutes and 40 minutes at a time. And only like 30 minutes later, I suddenly discovered that I am watching it. And that surprises the hell out of me like wow what what have i been doing this whole time like what's your i think there's a term for this right it's called doom scrolling yes yes definitely x elon musk's new baby um there's plenty of doom scrolling i think by now the algorithms understood what i get triggered by and cannot stop watching so they give me a lot of doomy stuff Nice. Uh, so so you probably figured out by now that I'm somewhat interested in talking a little bit about social media. And a lot has been said about social media and how this can relate to, you know, life satisfaction or feelings of loneliness or mm, decreased happiness, I guess. So historically, I personally uh, didn't use Facebook until I was almost forced to start using Facebook when in school my t- teachers started using Facebook groups to post uh, homework. So I had no choice but to join. But around the time when I was in school, I still had a chance not to use it. So I was really, really trying not to. And then I, you know, joined it. I'm actually talking not about the Facebook. I'm talking about the uh, the the Russian Facebook that is somewhat less known, but looks um, looked back in the day almost exactly the same. And I was say uh, 15 years ago the vk yeah and i was going through the process of deleting my vk profile three years ago or so and it was such a weird experience just reading my public messages from much younger version of myself um, reading my message exchanges with people have you ever done something like that yeah sometimes facebook brings back a memory like a post from years ago just to remind what you wrote and it's always cringe-worthy for me. Like I, I cannot get rid of the feeling of like, oh, I was trying to be funny here, or profound, or provocative, uh, or banal. It's very unimpressive, uh, and I kind of want to delete it when I see it. Yep. 
um, I have a blog post titled, You Have the Right to Be Wrong. And I was trying to imagine someone we consider a famous and time-worthy writer, like someone, I don't know, the Shakespeare, for example. So imagine, imagine Shakespeare grew up in a, in, in a time when there, there, is a so, there is social media. And imagine like a much younger version of Shakespeare to be using the social media to um, post about stuff that, cares, that he cares about. I would imagine the much younger version of Shakespeare would not have been as, I don't know, as, as, as insightful, possibly. So I, I do remember that experience of cringing at everything that I wrote and realizing how cringy it was, it helped me. And I, at the time, I, I almost stopped using the, the the Russian Facebook. I decided to, you know, kill it. So I uh, I deleted my profile. I unfriend every single person and I deleted every single public post message and to the point where there is no longer a profile. It just doesn't exist anymore. And you can't even find it anywhere, which is nice. Um, it's dissolved. Your, your internet history doesn't exist for your teenage years. Yeah. And it was easy relatively easy for me to do partially because at the, at the time when I was doing it I almost stopped using it mm, okay you're detached already but right. your hand didn't stutter shake how to say that uh, when you were re- waver waver when you were about to click delete forever it was a very cleansing sort of experience for me at least uh what was a lot more interesting, and this is what I want to talk about really, is how much do I need to pay you, for example, for you to delete your, let's say, Twitter account, the X account? No, like how long, how much do you, how, what are, what are, what are you willing, what, uh, what, what would be your price? What's the, what's the price of losing it? What's the price of losing it? Uh, you, you give me your password, I change the password and I throw it out of the window and I registered, I, I moved the email. You can no longer open it, you can no longer post. And you carefully remove all the posts also, one by one. Yeah, I, I write a script and I delete all, all of the content you've ever generated, everyone you, you're subscribed to, etc. And I will not know who I'm subscribed to. As, as, a, as a hypothesis, what would the, what does, how does it feel? It almost feels like I shouldn't be putting a price on it and should want this somehow naturally. Uh, You know, these networks, they save themselves by becoming suddenly relevant uh, in some kind of professional sense. Um, Or maybe they tout themselves as the fastest, the most truthful place to get the latest updates. I get pulled in by some whirlwind of exciting news, usually doom news about conflicts between countries. And then I go to X and it gives me so much sort of granular detail, but also noise. Uh, so I think I should want to free myself from the addiction, but you're putting worth worth on it. No, I mean, I'll take a couple of grand and walk away with it. That's okay. <laughs> I'm actually skeptical that you'll be able to do it this easily. Um, I started using Instagram um, just about the time when I went through a divorce. So I thought, well, now I need to rebuild my social connections. So it makes sense to start using Instagram. And I and I did start using Instagram. It was very cute when I would, when, when I started posting on Instagram and, and making stories when I didn't know what the culture was. So everything that I produced at the time was very genuine, very cute. I just didn't know any better. And over time, I, and, and I was very conscious about not getting involved into the game of how many people are 
subscribe to you, etc. Why does it matter? Why do I have to put a story every time I do anything and socialize and go anywhere at all? Until it became a second nature and I found myself scrolling through Instagram a lot, just scrolling through it again and again, multiple hours a day. And I think I struggled especially during that time with my personal feeling of loneliness. And even though it is cold, cold social media, I was like, uh, not really, you know, not really feeling social around it. It turned out that if you have enough people in your profile, almost every day someone is doing something cool that generates enough FOMO for you. Almost every day someone is doing something cool somewhere and you're not because you're home and scrolling through it. Please share. What are the steps? So I decided to try to stop using it. That was honestly more difficult than, let's say, quitting smoking. And I'm not exaggerating. I found a way to quit Instagram piece by piece. Um, and I have an entire... So this is super interesting, actually, because I, I don't think I've read anything like this before. But essentially, every day as I was watching the stories and scrolling through the posts, I would always ask myself, do I need to know this? Is this important? Do I care about this person? There were a lot of people who I became friends with just because I developed this social like um, interaction where you would hang out with someone and the last thing you say is like, oh, cool, man. So what's your Instagram? Yeah, what's your Instagram? And you exchange Instagrams and you're like friends now. And then all of those people, hundreds of them actually, over time just are in my feed that I'm reading about. And I was like, why am I reading about this person if I met them once a year ago when I don't think they even remember me? Why do I know everything about their life on a daily basis? So I got like annoyed at them and I delete, you know, unfollow. So I started unfollowing people. Wow. Interesting. And the next thing I learned was that Instagram had a, at least uh, three years ago, Instagram had a limit on how many people you can unfollow a day. So even if you wanted to unfollow hundreds of people a day, you just can't. There is a there is a hard limit and it's not advertised. Uh, so I went through this process uh, over and over again, uh, day after day. I think it took me maybe six months or a year, a long time actually, until I arrived from like, let's say, I don't know, 600 people that I was you know following down to 100 people that I was following and down to 50. And at some point it turned out the people that I'm following that, that I actually care about to see what they're up to. I am in in, a, in contact with them on almost on a daily basis, so I don't actually need to know what's happening on in their um, Instagram feed. I will say even more, it is extra cool when you hang out with someone and instead of discussing everything that, it, that they have posted, you actually get to ask like, hey, what are you, how's, how's life? What's going on? Instead of being like, yep. I always find this phrase jarring when somebody says, oh yeah, I saw it on, in your stories. You're like, what? I was going to tell you about my real life experience, but you already saw it in my story. So I basically set myself up for uh, being a little bit too transparent about my cool things with people. But what am I getting out of it? I don't know. Something else that I was surprised about was that I learned that I developed a habit of reaching for my phone and taking a, like, recording a story. And that every time I went anywhere that was worthy of sharing with the world, I would make such a recording and I would share it and I would post it and then I would collect all of the reactions and people saying, hey, hi, good, cool, blah, blah, blah. So it was difficult to stop doing this. Um, I have not used Instagram in, I don't know how long, two years maybe? Like a while, multiple years. I have not used Instagram long enough that I don't care about it enough. In fact, sometimes I get into social situations when someone wants to exchange Instagrams and I'm like, I, you know, you can add me on Facebook or here's my number. And usually that 
makes people less interested in you know connecting because it's not really you know it's not really about connection i always find it unbelievable do you think it really does have this effect and why would people be less interested in connecting if you don't have insta for them to give to look at i mean as someone who was on the other side of this equation i remember wanting to essentially add more people to my following i guess like having more people that i can reach felt good and necessary so knowing their phone numbers was not because a phone number feels a lot more intimate these days like if i know your phone number that means i actually know you if i only know your instagram it doesn't really mean very much yeah for sure yeah this follow unfollow followers followees you know the, the, all this stuff is kind of arbitrary but phone number is intentional yeah like i remember meeting people when traveling i always hesitate to give my insta to them because because it feels, to me, that feels too personal <laughs> the other way around. You know, like give you a WhatsApp number to me, it seems like it's nothing. You know, you can block it, you can mute it, you can archive it. But uh, Instagram gives you like an instant access to a photo roll, like a live presentation of someone and they'll see mine. It feels very intimate to me because that's how I guess, I guess how I use it. But my method to use it less is to not have the app installed on my phone, on my primary phone anyway. So I have to go to the website to use it. So it's not as nice and I cannot post. So that's that's probably one of the steps you took, I guess, is, is in, in, in the middle. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm, I, I definitely put effort into disabling any sort of push notifications. I kind of want to talk at some point about this whole idea of unsubscribing from everything that pushes anything towards you as opposed to choosing exactly the type of information you want to consume. But yeah, I, I have a, I currently I have, the only thing I use is Facebook and I don't use the Facebook app. I use the Facebook on, uh, on, uh, in the browser and the Facebook in the browser is, is not very good intentionally. So, so I'm that's one way to limit this this thing. You're happy with it. Well, what unfortunately I think the I think the social media changed in the last um, maybe five years in the, that previously you would be scrolling through the updates from the people you know, but right now a lot of uh, on Facebook I also take a point and unsubscribe, like I actually physically like unfollow people, actively unfollow people, except for maybe a few or maybe a very few groups, but I unfollow and I've unfollowed every single person that I could just so that my um, the first time that I did it, Facebook newsfeed broke it was very funny so i found a way to unfollow every single person uh using a script and i tried to refresh my newsfeed and newsfeed was empty and it was like an error <laughs> so facebook just did not expect this to happen <laughs> later on i learned that they remove they, yeah that they, they wanted to prevent this right but later on when i tried to do the same thing because i added more people i realized that they removed the ability to unfollow like there is a mass unfollow. So there is no way to go and list all of the friends that you currently follow and unfollow them. There is literally no way to do this in the UI. And that's kind of tells you something, I guess. Yeah, there's a Netflix documentary about the influence of social media. And everybody seems to know how vile and uh, ill-intentioned they may be, you know, in their corporate sort of aspirational slogans they're disingenuous and really get people hooked as much as they can i mean this this is all of course upsetting when you realize the gra gravity of the situation but also it doesn't seem to bother people that much in mass you know i feel like people are like okay whatever you know because like i find my benefits in 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 facebook i'm not going to give it up just because of some ideological thing or some chemical imbalance scare because facebook thankfully is boring enough for me not to want to go there to the to the feed to, to doom scroll like it's just not 
not satisfying. However, uh, Facebook is good at reminding that you know somebody and showing you their name and photo, which is something that that's difficult to achieve in WhatsApp, for example, or Telegram. If somebody went down the list in your uh, private message sort of directory, that's it. You know, you're not just going to randomly find them. Facebook that's just has a tendency to push people to the surface somehow, which is nice. It also shows friends in common quite prominently. So yeah, uh, I think uh, there's definitely uh, a benefit in that. But if you get sucked into doom scrolling with it too, I don't know. Yeah, it, it can it can it can suck. However, I'm inspired by your restraint. And have you broken down and returned to anything that you quit a year or two years ago? My quitting includes smoking and Instagram, and I have not gotten back to either, and I don't have any desire to. However, I wish I could abandon Facebook. Like, I found that the only way I could abandon something is to truly destroy it first. So I, like, I couldn't, for the life of me, I just couldn't quit Instagram. At the time when I was considering quitting Instagram, it felt like a suicide. It felt like um, like a life-supporting system that I literally cannot live without. Like, if I, if I stop using Instagram, I will become a social, um, what's the word? Outcast. Uh, outcast, and I just cannot exist anymore cripple turned out it was not it was not true turned out it was not true 100 however uh the only way for me to stop using it was to pretty much piece by piece destroy the entire uh, account until there is nothing so it sounds like at first i removed the people i followed and then start later on i started removing uh the people who follow me which you also can do to the point where when you have a zero and zero there is no reason to use it facebook is a different story because you're right it is the only thing that i know that i uh, that makes sense as like a contact book, like a list of contacts. However, um, and I think you also started noticing this, the, the next generation of people, they don't use Facebook. Like a typical 25 or 23, 21-year-old American, they don't use Facebook. True. They, they think Facebook is, is for you know, for the old people like us, I guess. And they, they don't, they don't use Facebook. They use, I don't know what Snapchat these days, something. There's several things now. Yeah. TikTok, whatever else it may be. Snapchat, I guess. Yes. Came in place of, of uh, DMing on Facebook. Right. So Facebook Messenger is, is for the old people and, and maybe family members. And, and it's like nobody's, nobody's want to use it anymore. Um, I am personally not satisfied right now with how I use Facebook because I frequently tap on a video and I go through these videos for like 30, 40 minutes and I can't stop. I have gotten to a point where there is no more videos. Like I just like look at them until there is no more, even though it's supposed to be an infinite uh, feed. I wish I could disable it. Like I wish I there was a way in settings on Facebook to just say disable the news feed and you guessed it, there is none. It is literally impossible. I would love to continue using Facebook as a contact list for messaging people, but I would like to disable all of this quote unquote social aspect of Facebook, which isn't possible. And there is nothing else that I can replace it with. Yeah, it would be nice. Would you pay money? I would pay money. Would you pay $3 a month? I would pay more than $3 a month for it. Honestly, if this functionality existed, I would pay more than $3 a month to disable the stuff that I find uh, use useless. So basically, Facebook for adults or Facebook Pro series type of thing that's only Messenger and remembering your contacts. The only thing functions. Yeah, that would be awesome. And 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 adding friends and removing friends, but no feed whatsoever, no groups, nothing. You know, just maintain contact with individuals. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ma Messenger got separated for that reason, pretty much. 
I'm not sure, but if it, if it was for that reason, but it can play that role in a way, right? If you only have Facebook Messenger, but not Facebook itself, then you're still reachable. Then you can add people, but you can only communicate with them. But it's not perfect like that. I never used, well, I use Snapchat, but I live without it and I live without TikTok. But I am addicted to YouTube and YouTube has shorts. And those are like also like little, little snacky snacks. Uh, I doom scroll YouTube and it can be a lot more grave than <laughs> doom scrolling Facebook because those videos are long. Yeah. But then then okay, so both you and I are into reducing the influence of social media. We have varying degree of success, um, but never I never allow myself to fully relax with social media, social networks, and just be like, okay, I'll use them in the, in, in as much as I can. I always find I always check in with myself, like, am I abusing my attention? You know, like, should I not be wasting time on this? Uh, and even with this in mind, their algorithms are powerful enough to pull me back in. So I commend you for cutting ties with Instagram, the most addictive of them all. I can see a lot of people who, after listening to us talk about this, might not even be convinced that it is necessary. And what I learned recently is there is a lot of folks who don't have this addictive quality. They don't care about it. Famously, what is this famous author who wrote, Carl, Carl Newport, I think? Oh, yes. Um, yeah, so he wrote... Yeah, he, he wrote a he wrote a book called Digital Minimalism, I think, that influenced me quite a bit. And I think what, what's famous about him is that he's not, if I'm not mistaken, um, I think it was him who's never used social media, which is crazy. So my philosophy is that it's entirely possible to stay in touch with people without the social media. But yeah, I definitely do feel a lot better without... Go ahead. Yes, uh, I recommend everyone... Take a look at um, Carl Newport's books, Deep Work, Digital Minimalism, The Time Block Planner you can buy from him, A World Without Email. I haven't read this yet, but I'd be very surprised if you, if Carl is like, well, you don't didn't know this about me, but I've never used email. <laughs> no, probably he did. But anyway, reduction, reduction of giving our attention to digital avenues is uh, something we can all benefit from. Yeah. Since we're talking about happiness, I, I will conclude that I think I'm not, I, I do feel better not knowing what people are doing on a Friday night if I chose to stay, to stay home. And this is something, something to think about for those who do care. All right. With that, we're going to leave it here until the next time. Nikita, thank you for sharing. Thank you. See you again. Goodbye.